Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television <laughs> show podcast. And I don't think we, we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're going <laughs> to wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show. You can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction, events with Steven and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show. We sure will, even if you beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more... attention that we so desperately crave. Yeah, throw throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there, and we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. These drug runners aren't going to execute Pierce because he's racist. It's a locomotive that runs on us. And the only sharks in that water are the emotional ghosts that I like to call... Fear. Anchovies. Fear. And the dangers of ingesting mercury. Because the real bugs aren't the ones in those beds. And there's no such thing as a free Caesar salad. And even if there were, the cape still might find a second life on cable. And I'll tell you why. El Corazon del Agua es verdad. That water is a lie! Harrison Ford is irradiating your testicles with microwave satellite transmissions! Welcome, everybody, to You Can't Disappoint, a podcast. It's a locomotive that runs on us. <laughs> nice. It is, isn't it? Is it, it not? It Welcome is. to I the show. We're back for another another week of whatever this is. I have to look up my thing that I wrote down. <laughs> Good. Take your time. Hi, I'm Zach, and get ready to feast your ear tongues on these podcast pops. Nice. That's quality. Thanks. That Thank that's you. like intro worthy. Thank you. Like, yeah. Um, I'm Steven. You didn't come up with anything? Or is I... that a thing? Because <laughs> we always do. Um, I could okay. Hi, I'm Steven. And Oh, oh, I had no idea what you were doing. I was just going to keep going and let the people decide on that one, I guess. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the show. We're glad to be here. Yeah, it, it is what it is. <laughs> it Come what may, Zachary. Come what may. Come what may tomorrow, tomorrow. Is that what it is? Come what may. Like from uh, Moulin Rouge? What? Are you singing Annie? I'm definitely singing Annie. I don't, uh, I don't, 
maybe i don't <laughs> ever think of that part of the song i just knew in college there was a girl that had come what may tattooed on her thigh and, and it was said, from moulin, moulin rouge. rouge i've never seen moulin rouge i saw it once it's or did i fall asleep on it i saw the first half of it at least <laughs> All right, right on the top of the show, we got to throw a shout out to our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash podcast. They're the people who keep the lights on around here for some reason, and we're very thankful for them. And if you would like to be included on this list that gets mentioned every week on the show, you can become a $10 and up patron at patreon.com slash podcast. But the the plans start at $5 a month. So if you don't want to get mentioned, but you want to get all the extra content that we have over there, that's the way to do it. Who are those special people that we love so much? We've got Big Boss Baller, Dad to Be, Justin Brummett. Uh, we've got my mom, Mary Baker Badisa, <laughs> <laughs> Big Boss Baller, <laughs> Dad to Be. Uh, we also have Brian Thurman, another mm. Big Boss Baller. And For then sure. we got another Big Boss Baller, shout out to daniela martinez lugo people we love very much they all deserve a nice warm pat on the belly from steven and myself uh we're we're, (laughs) we're very thankful for them thanks for supporting and also as always we've got to give a what's up to our community papa over at communities on twitter that's communities with two s's so don't forget it make sure you're following them they really are the place to be for community fan content and um no, we just wish you'd call us back. Yeah, and if you're if you're a big communities fan, uh, you should subscribe to our Patreon if you're not already, because he came and played some games with his kids last. Yeah, we week. talked all about how much we played with Daddy on the podcast. Yeah, and, but know. but if you if you if you want to see the video of it, it, yeah, please go check that out. There was this really cute moment. No, I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm not gonna tell them. They've got to pay for that. Yeah, they definitely have to pay for that. If anything that we've done is worth paying, <laughs> it's that. Also, maybe a shout out if there's anything you ever want to hear Steven and I talk about, record an entire podcast because of you, that's mm-hmm. the $50 tier over at patreon.com slash podcast. That's the type of thing that really helps us get like some new microphones or some more sound paneling or or, or really helps fund our our increasingly expensive cocaine habits. Yeah. Uh, if you want us to talk about anything, we'll buy an eight ball with that $50 and we'll talk about it for a really long time. Yeah, whatever you sure. want, whether we've whatever seen it or not. Exactly. How are you this week, Steven? What, I'm good. I've it been, um, it's been good. I got to, uh, we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, perform with Danny. Shout out to, yeah, the patron. She's in the Patreon tier of being my dance partner, for those who don't know. <laughs> uh <laughs> it costs a pretty penny um <laughs> uh but yeah we got to perform a routine uh that i'll talk about later because it was actually to gravity by sarah Bareilles. oh shit uh, yeah that's awesome <laughs> um that was a lot of fun i got my second uh five i didn't shot even today. think about that i watched the video and then i watched the episode and i didn't even think about that yeah that so funny <laughs> yeah a covid shot good stuff yeah, I got How are you feeling? Shot. I'm good. I, you know, I can tell my arm's <laughs> gonna be a little bit sore. Yeah, but see, I got. But you've got about... a couple days off. Did you do that on purpose? Oh yeah, I, I was move. like, listen, y'all, I'm not coming in on Thursday or Friday because I have not had a day off in I don't know how long. Well, I meant like because you might be under the weather because. Of oh the yeah, yeah, shot. yeah, definitely. That's why I did that. That is why I took the days. But I also probably would have tried to work 
one of the days if I also was not a tired boy. We're both fully vaccinated boys now, so we can we finally... can kiss with no fear. Yeah, we can finally remove <laughs> that awkward extra layer that's been between us for too long. <laughs> <laughs> awkward silence i was i was thinking of whether to make like a condom joke yeah or i wasn't sure which way i was gonna go with it but well, I, yeah I'm because glad. now that the pandemic's over we don't have to use condoms anymore that's how it works we're vaccinated <laughs> we can't get <laughs> we can't get it <laughs> zach my chance of getting you pregnant has just gone down considerably <laughs> thank god what a nightmare <laughs> that would be again <laughs> Oh, when are we going to show the world our son, Zach? The world's not ready to see our son. We keep him trapped in the attic for a good reason. He's a a, a, a monster, a, gen yeah. a genuine monster. <laughs> this world did not create the uh, <laughs> the chocolate vanilla with a hint of of cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon ice cream going for your red hair. I guess my hair's not that red. <laughs> Your hair's kind of cinnamony. I know. Um, okay, cinnamony. Yeah, I I was gonna say like ginger, but you're not a ginger. You're, you're you've got cinnamon hair. Can you say that a little closer to my ear? <laughs> a little quieter. You're not a ginger. Oh, you've got yeah. cinnamon hair. Yep, <laughs> that's what I needed today. Sorry, you guys had to be around for that. Uh, let's see. It's Woo. been a, it's, it's been a pretty trying week for me, but it, mm. it, things are on the up. And I, I've, 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 this whole week I've been adjusting to becoming a cat dad of two, because we've got the little kitten around, and we're to yeah, the point how's, where how's the uh, little baby banana bread? She's great, and the cats are, if not friends, uh, allowed to be in the same area all the time. Nice. Now. So I'm able to close them both out of the place to record my podcast and not be scared that they're gonna kill each other. Oh, good. That's We've really caught them good. like sleeping together once and Aww. very, very sweet. Banana bread is such a sweet little cutie. I love I love her. Now in the sleeping together situation, uh -huh. um <laughs> which which one of us was banana bread and which one was leaf? Well, I haven't seen how they are sexually together yet. So ah. I guess that'll have to we'll have to see. Okay. I want to be banana bread. Can we can we not uh uh you know <laughs> role play as my cats? <laughs> Dead. I don't like to think about it that way. They're siblings. I, I'm their parent. I'm well, there at communities on Twitter. I'm their how, proud community. Now you know papa. how he feels. I guess. <laughs> anyway, this is weird. This has been very weird so far. And we're, we're nine minutes into it's gone down a track. Let's talk about the television program community. Because I'm really, really, really excited to dive into this week's episode. Call me John Coltrane because I am jazzed. We're Zach. talking season two, episode 21, Paradigms of Human Memory. After this, we've got three episodes left and we're done with season two. Uh, the two longest seasons of the show done. And mm -hmm. it feels like it was just yesterday when we were starting. Isn't it that really, nuts? It's crazy. We're coming up on it. Like 19 days from now is our one-year podcast anniversary as of recording. Wow. We'll get a little bit closer when this comes out. We got to do something. Yeah. It's been a year. That's insane. Let's, let's, let's like drive to the halfway point between us and whisper in each other's ears. Podcast. Podcast. 
We'll meet at the exact moment, the midnight that our first podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. came out. <laughs> we'll, and we'll kiss under, under the old oak tree, Zach. <laughs> and we'll whisper that, that, that solemn line to each other, and then we'll both drive back home. Exactly. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know how many people I've gone up to thinking they were you, but <laughs> they didn't appreciate the kissing. No. <clears throat> Yeah, I had to stop doing the little nibble when I said it, like, podcast, because oh. a woman was very confused. It's like uh, How I Met Your Mother, when they met at the bus stop or whatever. Mm, yeah. Paradigms of Human Memory. It's an umbrella thing, right? A great episode of Community, the show that we're here to podcast about. It was directed by one of the all-time great community directors, Tristram Shapiro. Let's Woo! to his body of work, it's stacked. He did contemporary American poultry. He did messianic myths and ancient peoples. He did aerodynamics of gender. In the future, he does horror fiction in seven spooky steps, which is just a few episodes away, which is nuts. He's mm. done studies in modern movement, regional holiday music, pillows and blankets, virtual systems analysis, course listing unavailable, introduction to finality, which was almost the series finale of the show. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of episodes in season four, like History 101, one of our favorites, Paranormal Parentage, Cooperative Escapism, and familial relations, history right. of dance and intro to felt surrogacy, which are two of the better episodes of that gas leak season. Mm -hmm. uh, he did intro to knots, advanced introduction to finale, which was almost the series finale as well. And thank God it wasn't. <laughs> and then he stayed for seasons five and six. No, just five. He left after seasons five, but he did repilot basic intergluteal numismatics, which is the ass crack bandit episode. He did cooperative polygraphy, which is the lie detector episode. That's mm -hmm. a great one. Analysis of cork based networking, bondage and beta male sexuality, and VCR maintenance and educational publishing. The guy's lineup is stacked. I, wow. I, I, I didn't count the number there, but it's a ton. I bet he rivals the Russo brothers. I think so. And you know what's awesome is that that shows like how much the showrunners and the like the fans like trust him as like a is what he's done because multiple of those episodes could have been the last episode of the show and they put oh, yeah. that in his hands. So that's crazy. And it also shows I feel like a lot of sitcoms are either always directed by the same person or always directed by someone different. Uh, mm -hmm. And Community had a rotating door of directors, but there are quite a few that stuck around for the majority of the series, which is cool to see. And the episode was also written by a Community great, Chris McKenna, who wrote Communication Studies, The Art of Discourse, Anthropology 101, Conspiracy Theories, and Interior Design. And in the mm -hmm. future of all things, he writes freaking Remedial Chaos Theory. Wowza. Probably the best episode of the series. He wrote Digital Exploration of Interior Design. He wrote Repilot, Ladders, and he co-wrote the series finale, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. And the episode originally aired on April 21st, 2011. So we Lit. just had a 10-year anniversary about a week ago. Yeah, about ago. a week ago. Uh, so let's get into the, uh, the stuff that we have to do. Let's do some trivia. I was so fixated on this episode that I forgot that I was doing trivia about halfway through my last watch. I only have three questions for you. Okay, I've got five. Okay, so give me... Jesus, two. like at least two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does Annie's boobs take off the table and run into the vents with? Mm. Oh, shit, I can see it. I don't know what the object was. I don't know. No guesses? No guesses. A, a paintbrush. Okay, that makes sense. They were making a diorama. 
What color? Oh, no, you've still got to do more. Mm -hmm. give it, give it to um, me. And then what does Britabot trip on? A gumdrop? Yeah. And I like the way Abed like nods affirmingly. He's like, yep. <laughs> what color was the prospector's long underwear? Ooh, they were red. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, what show does Britta interrupt with riots? And what country were those riots in? It's the Cape, right? They're, the mm -hmm. Cape is premiering. Guatemala? I don't really know. That was ah, a guess. Tunisia. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that one. You got the main question of that one, though. Sure. A lot of Cape referencing in this episode mm -hmm. for, a, for a show that lasted a few episodes. Yeah. Uh, about how many awards did the group win as fill-in Glee Club? 70? Yeah. Yeah. I think fantastic. That, that had to be a joke on how many like Emmys and shit Glee was yeah. winning because they premiered about the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Jeff say to distract Troy and steal his wig? Because it gets him to go to regionals for haircut. I don't mm. remember what he said, though. Chipmunk. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last question for you. What is the name of the cosmetic brand Shirley is pushing on the Ooh. study group? Is it? Lady for ladies. That's like really, that? really, really close. Yeah. What was it? It's Lady Miss Lady. Lady Miss Lady. Oh yeah. God. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, and then I've got one more. What color belt does Karate Annie have? Hmm. Purple? Yeah. Nice. I uh, actually, Lily and I were, I was driving Lily to work the other day and we saw people like a family and several kids walking around in like karate garb. Mm. And a couple <laughs> of the kids had like those like karate, like sticks. Oh shit. And we were like having a conversation. We were like, uh, do you think those, I was like, do you think those kids could beat our ass? And we like, Absolutely. And we saw the sticks and they were purple belt. And I wondered how high, how high that was. Purple's Is that, higher. Is that pretty high? Usually. Yeah. Those kids could have us up they could have really had the sticks up. we would have been we would have they had would beat the hell out of you without they wouldn't need the sticks but the sticks no, would really the, sell it because the sticks take away whatever it, the only advantage you guys would have which is size that's the stick true. ends that the stick yeah it takes anything <laughs> any confidence that i would have had away. <laughs> let's move into the stuff that we were sent in this week by our loyal listeners okay we've got uh two letters from the carrier owl great the first one says, no trivia questions. Welp. From, <laughs> from Danny. Uh, didn't have to rub it in. Just Danny. wrote in to say I'm not right. Yeah. Book. It says, hello. Happy second vaccination day to Steven. Nice. And a fully vaccinated normal day to Zach. Yeah, it's Aww. been a week. Nice. How many arms do you have? Well, the third one is coming along <laughs> quite nicely. Nice um hope y'all are doing great i wanted to share this super quick story because this episode has the sarah Barella song and it is just perfect timing yes Stephen and i did a show number to the song it is very emotional yes. and just perfect and she said shout out to Stephen for being the best dance partner oh but when we were preparing for it our coach asked us what this song meant to us and what we <laughs> wanted the story to be Steven said something very touching and beautiful meanwhile all i could think of was pierce and Hobbit. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know how I didn't put that together when I watched the video of you guys. I must have like watched it first thing in the morning or something. Yeah. Bed. But I, <laughs> that is really funny. I'm gonna have to watch it again, and I won't be able to take it seriously. I know. <laughs> oh, she says, "I guess that's where I got my inspiration from." Haha. -ha. Anyway, I didn't have time to watch the episode to get trivia questions, but I wanted to say hey and thank you both for always making me laugh with your podcast Yay. episodes. It's become part of my morning rituals, and it brightens my days to get ready as I listen to you guys. I'll set a reminder to send questions earlier in the week next healthier episode. Healthier things you could do with your morning. I know. Uh, maybe I, re I could recommend reading a book. Um, <laughs> but thanks. Breathing is, we, is we like, a better We appreciate the support. Yeah. And she says, biggest of hugs, Danny. Well, thanks, Danny. You're a great dance partner, too. I'm thumbs up in the camera, but there's going to be no video for this. So it looks like I'm saying it to Zach. Zach, you're a great partner. <laughs> I winked at him. Um, we've got another email. Day. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, got another email from our daddy -o. Mm. Um, Our papushka. We should make a cereal. <laughs> daddy -o. uh, Daddy-o's. And they're shaped like Matt from Communities. <laughs> what would their flavor yes. be? It'd be like daddy-o's of corn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> And they're really <laughs> corn daddios, and they're really salty because they because <laughs> they don't like being called daddy. Yeah. <laughs> they're like frosted flakes. They're not even O shaped. They're like frosted flakes shaped like Matt from Communities. They have his face stamped into them, like the technology from the Pop Tarts that had photos on them for a little See, bit. I was hoping those... that you were gonna say they were actually just shaped like his entire person. They could, so be. Just... <laughs> could be. Maybe they're alternating between like just his face and then like his silhouette. They're frosted flakes, but they're salted instead of frosted. And, <laughs> and they're really expensive. <laughs> so pick up uh, a so pick them up in your cereal aisle after you've grabbed that kissed by an old man uh, act trivia flavor. We haven't done that shit in a while. No. No. Did yeah, we run out again. of bits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks again to our two sponsors today, as always, Actrivia <laughs> and new from Kellogg's Corn Daddios. So, but it's not Kellogg's spelled the way that you think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like Kellogg. <laughs> it's got like an umlaut over one of the letters, but not the right one. <laughs> yeah, Kellogg's Daddios Recommended by zero out of ten doctors <laughs> for a for a hearty breakfast. <laughs> it's Ooh. got like fifty grams of sugar, but also fifty <laughs> grams of salt. It's got <laughs> fifty grams of sugar, but you can't taste it. You'd be surprised. <laughs> what did Matt say? <laughs> what did Matt write in? Um, he said, "Hi guys." Paradigms is one of the best episodes of the season in a sea of great episodes. Absolutely. Really looking forward to your review. Thanks. <laughs> After the way it's gone so far, I don't know if you should. Be. Yeah. Um, another cop out from our dad. Uh, my MVP is the entire study group. When oh Chang throws the Vaseline towards them and they all avoid it, everyone's reaction is perfect. He's had no problem picking Steven as his favorite between the two of us. <laughs> But when it comes to fictional characters on the TV show, <laughs> like, I don't Not know. Don't want him to get jealous. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. By the way, the end tag exists because this episode came in under the amount of time for an episode. It is a short and one. needed something longer than normal for the tag. Hit 
the minimum requirements for airing? Sorry, I, that was a questionable sentence. Um, also, the Dean montage included just the three actors you see changing clothes for each iteration, and they originally intended some sort of airport bit for Jeff and Britta they never got to. Airport bit? I wonder, would it be like a Friends finale moment, like a romantic embrace moment, or something else? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, clear, uh, of course you don't know. It didn't happen. <laughs> I was just, you know, talking about it because that's like what we do here. We we talk about the motives on the show and like what. All right. I don't know, man. I didn't write the show. I, I don't go to school for that. <laughs> <laughs> what do I look okay. like? A show? They don't, they don't teach this to you in dance school. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's part not of part your, of the syllabus. Not part curriculum. of the syllabus in dancery one hundred and one. <laughs> <laughs> um trivia what's the first thing chang notices in the sentimental treasure pile uh, his spoon his spoon and then yeah. he screams when it's taken away <laughs> um the image of chang getting beat by the monkey yeah. to gravity playing was fantastic um how many awards did they win filling in for the glee club around Almost 70, 70 about 70 yeah. um when the gang is letting Jeff and Britta know they can keep hooking up, what does Shirley say? I thought this line was so funny. Mm, I don't remember it that well. Um, it, people were like, everyone's like, okay, that's like, we don't really care. It's whatever. And Shirley was like, God cares. But that's fine. <laughs> but that's fine. I didn't hear that one. There are a lot yeah. of moments in this episode where you've got to like listen to what each member mm -hmm. of the study group is saying, and it's great. Have a great one, guys. Communities, Matt. And then the answers uh, his spoon like 70 awards and then god cares that's fine a hearty kalugs to you as well matthew <laughs> daddios with corn like corn or what would you say <laughs> daddy <laughs> because you know it'll be like frosted flake i think it says frosted flakes of corn like in little deep <laughs> daddios or like corn. frosted wheat bites of wheat of it, yeah or sometimes it'll be like Demes, Daddios, Demes. I don't know. I like turning into something. Yeah, <laughs> Daddios. It's got a. It's got a big picture of Matt from Communities, uh, co covering his face from the camera on it. <laughs> yeah. The the hit commercial campaign is an animated Matt from Communities. <laughs> Constantly denying that he has any relation to the cereal. <laughs> let's, I don't know about it. It's not me. Let's get into the next thing, Stephen. You've got it cut out for you a little bit this week. I don't know what you. I don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, you, this is an episode that you can either explain in about three seconds, or you can go down the wormhole and uh, never explain everything. I feel. How do you feel? Like, I'm going to get an F. <laughs> That's a spirit. Well, let's see, everyone. It's... Have you ever walked in to, like, take a test and you know you're going to fail? I've literally handed in a test <laughs> with zero <laughs> answers on it <laughs> and a full-page note on the back explaining <laughs> that I tried really hard. I studied really hard. I'm really sorry. I'm going to try to get out of your class. <laughs> 
Yeah, you didn't accept any of those that I left at your doorstep. So here we You're go. You're not getting out of this. You're like, I respectfully withdraw myself <laughs> from the podcast. Like, no, you talk to me on Zoom for an hour and a half and watch an episode of Community. It's only been three weeks, bait. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see you do the thing. We're going to find out as a country, as a collective global force, did Steven watch the episode? Did Steven watch the episode this week? I already want to give you an F and you haven't said anything. (laughs) I've got my clock up ready. Are are you ready? I've got a couple things up and ready too. (laughs) So let's do it. All right, on go. Three, two, one, go. The study group's making their 20th diorama of the year, and it's of them making their 19th diorama for anthropology class. It's crazy. Things have been so nuts. Let's all think about it and remember it. So they're remembering fun times, like a like a old town, and then, um, f- me. Okay, they're remembering, and then Jeff and Britta were dicks the whole time, and they were sleeping together, and but uh, they have to resolve it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like started okay. Yeah. And then it just, yeah. I lost it. Cause I got hung up on one thing, deciding whether or not to say it. And then I just didn't say anything. <laughs> wow. You know, I don't feel like you've never done worse. It's before. true. So I don't think that's going to earn you the F. I don't think you, I don't think it was an F before. either. I think it, I think I'm almost never going to give you an F unless you like, say nothing about the episode right Mm -hmm. now that's i can't give you a lot of credit for what just happened yeah oh uh that's gonna have to be a d it's Mm. not quite a d minus no it's almost a d minus but it's a d i'll accept that well you have no choice but to i i you know i i didn't keep my authority the way i should have i think that was last week did i let you talk me out of giving you a certain <laughs> grade or a couple weeks ago yeah because i did so damn well and did you listen back to it because part of the reasons why you knocked me for what do you mean did i listen back to it have you been editing this? <laughs> <laughs> uh yes i listened back to it and i i don't know and i was deserving of at least the grade that i got could have been should have been higher yeah okay So let's get did Steven <laughs> watch the episode this week? The answer won't surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what was your favorite funny moment this week? Okay, my friend. So I have three. Okay, that I want to bring light to. Sorry if I'm stepping on any toes. Um, you the can, Glee Club scene. You know was what so I want you to. Funny. And funny. <laughs> on as a start. The Glee Club scene was really funny. Yes. The Dean interests are amazing. Yes. And but my favorite moment of the episode, and, and it's one of my favorite moments in all of community. Mm-hmm. And I laughed out loud so hard every time I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. It has to be the Pierce and Ovid gravity scene. <laughs> and then Pierce afterwards getting mad when Ovid says that what? Annie and Jeff have ways like <laughs> What? <laughs> How dare you or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's exactly what he said. That's really great. I've got two favorite funny moments and I think you mentioned 
both of them. It's the Pearson Abed longing montage mm-hmm. and it's the Dean costume montage. Yeah. I do want to give a shout out to a moment that's one of my favorites that that isn't exactly the funniest moment. I love the way the winger speech is is tied together in the end. Oh, yeah. Especially how it's tied together with Troy screaming in each of them. I thought that was a really good moment to bring the narrative together. I thought that was yeah. one of my favorite moments of the episode. That was really well done. Let's talk about it. What did you think of this one? I think this is one of the best episodes of this whole season. And I kind of for, forget about it. Like, I, as I was watching, I was like, oh, there are so many things in this episode that I really like. Yeah. But that was great. Like, that was really good. I'll raise you. And I feel like this is one of the best episodes of Community. Mm-hmm. And I kind of sleep on it a little bit, too, when I'm thinking about the best episodes of Community. And I don't think that's going to happen again. This is a yeah. really, really tremendously funny episode. It's meta in a perfect Community way. It feels very... um it feels like Dan Harmon took a lot of this towards Rick and Morty when he moved mm-hmm. on to that project. This reminded me a lot of the... This felt like a Rick and Morty episode. Interdimensional Cable a little bit. Yeah. Or like the fake clip show episode they did about like the mind mm-hmm. parasites. It, it made me think a little bit about Rick and Morty. And Community does it so well. It fits in so well for this show. Uh, I, I really love it. And before we get into the episode, let's talk a little bit about clip shows. Is, do you feel like you've seen a lot of clip shows of TV shows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they're always so annoying because The Simpsons does it really bad because mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense that when a show has to do 24 episodes a year, and especially back in the day when maybe the show would get rerun in syndication in the future, but maybe not. Maybe you're not seeing episodes mm-hmm. of these shows again. We didn't even have like home media yet. Yeah. But clip shows are just so, they're so buzzkills in the days of streaming. And I don't know, it's just such a boring episode where where it's, Things you've seen a hundred times with two seconds of dialogue in between each one. I get why they do it to save costs on a show, but they're they're super annoying. And I love that Community decided to do one, but instead of it being like a lazy, non-money spending week, they probably spent the most money on this Yeah. <laughs> and even though the episode comes in a little bit short, they always, this is one they always talk about as a cast as being like, this one was hard and we did a lot for this episode. And I'm sure they're, yeah. they're just running all over the place to get all well, the different clips so in different one sets. week. Yeah. It's not like they're taking back from things that have actually happened. They had to film no. each of these within a week, and they did a great job. Yeah, I, I think, so impressed wow. this episode. It's such a great episode. It's such a uh, marvel of editing. It's edited mm-hmm. together flawlessly. Especially the winger speech, like you were saying. Yeah, let's dig into it. The episode begins, like you mentioned, with the diorama. That's one of the few things that you did mention mm-hmm. in your summary. And it does feel <laughs> a little bit like they're lampshading on the anthropology stuff when we barely mentioned it for like yeah. this whole second half of the season. You know what I mean? It hasn't yeah. been much of a focus. I would have loved to have the classroom with Duncan be something like Chang's classroom in season one. Exactly, where it doesn't have to be. Maybe not every point, episode. But, but it could have been where like they talk about, because they're always like they discuss what's going on at some point or there's some sort of conversation after the opening like thing. Right. There's no reason they could have to have, couldn't have done it in the classroom let John Oliver make a couple jokes. I wonder if some of this had to do with, uh, I'm sure John Oliver was working for The Daily Show at this time. Mm. Maybe he was away and he couldn't do yeah. it. I know that's why he wasn't on the well, show much in the future. Well, especially because that's, like an every night show yeah and video, in so. fact i don't think duncan makes any appearances in season three or four really and then he is back 
pretty often for season five and then mm-hmm. that's it which is sad because duncan is such a funny character that yeah. i think john oliver is is great in this show and i would have loved for him to have been the kind of main secondary character that the first couple episodes of the show set him up to be exactly I, I think, think that so he funny. is is just as, you know, up there a lot of the time with the Dean and Chang. And yeah, I would like love for him to have been and as him much interacting a... with with the two of them, especially Chang, is always really funny. And something that they don't draw on that much that would have been so interesting is that he has ties with Jeff that they never mm-hmm. really go into. That would have been an interesting piece of history of like the people's lives outside of the college in in the show. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit of wasted potential, but it, it isn't because whenever he's on the show, he's so funny. But it mm-hmm. would have been so nice to see just so much more of him. Yeah. What do you think of the diorama that they made of themselves? It looks pretty scary. My favorite part is and will always be Chang staring in from the outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I just, Jeff looks so weird to me. (laughs) He just looks, I mean, they all do. Britta looks really strange. Troy looks like he's going like, I don't know. He looks like he's a zombie. He's on something. He's having a mental breakdown. Uh, Pierce. Pierce, Pierce looks fine. <laughs> Shirley's eyes are different sizes. <laughs> I, I've got to believe that this forehead joke here is because Joel McHale had some insecurities over the way yeah. his puppet looked in the Christmas episode mm-hmm. to the point where there were episodes earlier in the season where they had where Joel had them do his hair a little bit differently to try to make his forehead <laughs> look smaller. Which poor Joel, uh, you're, you're such a wonderful, beautiful man. You don't have yeah. to have those insecurities. We love you no matter how massively huge your forehead is. No matter how freakishly large your forehead is, we still think you're a really cool guy. Yeah, come back on the show to defend yourself. You yeah, we know you're listening. Are you, I'm sorry, are you eating something while we're recording this <laughs> podcast? I put a little fry in my mouth. <laughs> I hope you like this, listeners. I hope you like that now that people are paying us to do this, We've sunk so low that you get Steven's salty lip smacking. <laughs> We're 18 <laughs> seconds into the episode and you're and you're and you're already <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> you nothing to say. You want one? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Next day mail, please. You got it. These fries are going to be stiff as a board. So, Joel, come on the show. Share a fry with us. Is, when was the last time we've seen Annie's boobs before this? Has it been since well, the Chicken Fingers episode? Was that the um, only it, one? I think it's been since the pin episode. Oh, sure. Duh. Cooperative. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he's still been hanging around here. Uh, it's 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 amazing that, that Greendale can have this domesticated monkey just living around the campus and nobody really notices. And when they do, they don't really care. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that this monkey is finding a way to still live so healthily. It looks clean. It must be well fed. That monkey is a star. Yeah. You know, that monkey is the monkey from The Hangover and... He, 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 that this monkey like was in a lot of stuff for a second. Is this I think... the, the son of the monkey from Friends? Cause sometimes famous animals, they use their kids. I've heard that, uh, all of the Friends cast, especially David Schwimmer, 
hated having the <laughs> monkey on set. The community cast, they mentioned that it started to become where like the monkey was almost a part of their like marketing and uh -huh. he would be like in posters and stuff. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that they were becoming the monkey show. So yeah. th even though the show never really did, I think they no, did. But I think NBC had stuff. them take promotional photos that had a lot of monkey in it. And I don't know, to be like, look at this show. It's wacky. There's a monkey. There's Come a monkey. Uh, and I guess the cast would jokingly refer to the show as Kamunkity because oh. of it. Kamunkity, you could have done better, right? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Jillian came up with that one. <laughs> Britta. It seems like a Britta. So the monkey just, uh, just cheeses to the camera perfectly. And, what a and, star. and runs away with a paintbrush, which leads us to the vents. Uh, I, I love Troy's genuine, like, oh, I miss my monkey so much. Someone please go get my monkey. <laughs> when you know Troy has not thought about that monkey once since no, the last not at time all. we've seen him. <laughs> Do you think having a pet monkey would be fun at all? Um, I always wanted one when I was growing up. I feel now like the novelty would wear off fast yeah i think i'd rather have some sort of ape with no tail because <laughs> the tail means crazy and apes are they they do their thing you know as long as i don't piss them off <laughs> yeah but i don't know how much fun it would be to be living in the same space as an ape who is in the other room and you've got to be careful <laughs> not to piss him off <laughs> that doesn't sound great either <laughs> i don't know I, I i when i think monkeys for i just think drake and josh the episode where they get yeah. a pet monkey and a man wants to cook the monkey and mm -hmm. it's a comedy of errors about cooking the monkey yeah bobo come on the show let's talk bobo, about it let's what's your defense <laughs> my mom whenever i'd say i wanted a monkey or <laughs> sorry I, I skipped ahead in the episode finish what you were gonna say uh every time i would say i wanted a monkey or an ape or anything she would tell me when you get you when you get your face ripped off don't come yeah. crying to me but i pointed out You've never seen a black person on the news with a pet primate getting their face ripped off. Hmm, but I think there are perhaps uh, a Other lot of a reasons? lot of contributing factors. First of all, let's say, let's take like uh, the first chunk of that sentence. First of all, you're not seeing a lot of black people on the news. Fair. Uh... <laughs> also, my mom pointed out when that was my argument um, that that's because the black people weren't dumb enough to buy the apes in the first place and yeah, i was like that's well, also very true <laughs> i said well, well this one white is... people like we could have a monkey i saw that in that there <laughs> zach galafianakis movie and i'd well, like me monkey a monkey funny I as think, hell i'm gonna take him with me mm -hmm. another vote for the republicans <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, we're gonna get that monkey in the draft now I want to get a monkey and name it Anyang and have it be like my Anyang. additional child. <laughs> I, that would have been the a good kitty name. Oh, yeah, it would have been. If you get a third, it'll be Anyang. Oh, whenever I'm around, there's always a third. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, a cat. There's nice. always a, they, a third cat. They're just following me around these days. Anyway, window. desperately wants someone to go after his monkey in the vents, and Chang is there already lathered up in a in a speedo, ready to dive into the vents after the monkey because he knows the vents like the back of his Chang. Mm. Wasn't there like an Among Us meme of Chang looking like this or something? Oh, I didn't see that, but Am I, I wish right? I had. That, I see, that would be a missed opportunity if there weren't. 
Abed's shirt, if you catch a glimpse of it that he's wearing in this, also kind of reminds me of, of Among Us a little bit. Chang dives into the vent no problem. And it's a reminder of how small a person Ken Jeong yeah. really is. Because he's like <laughs> got his legs bent up and he's able to like get into it that way and crawl. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a challenge. I feel Listen, like my booty would get stuck. Well, he started with trunks, you know, jumping in and out of those and. It really worked his way up to Vince. In the contortionist world, there are baby steps, you know. By now, sure. I'm sure Ken Jong can fit into a, a backpack if he tries hard enough. And watching him grunt and claw through the vent is very funny. And the thing that incites the clip show, of course, is that in the vent, he finds that the monkey, and this has been hinted towards before, yeah. obviously, but the, the I don't like Pierce's, is that a new stereotype thing? And especially that he yells it twice. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is what starts the clip show is there's this treasure trove of little things that the monkey has been stealing all year uh, or since the Chicken Fingers episode, I suppose, of just little little things from throughout the series. I bet it was fun for the props department to look through stuff from previous yeah. episodes that they were going to put up here. Uh, we see the Troy and Abed in the morning mug. What else can you see that's real specific? Um, uh, I know he picks up the little sombrero. Yeah uh the spoon of course i'm trying to there is a thing there that i think's from their camping trip there's a little pamphlet in there oh, there's like funny. actual stuff that happened i'm not totally sure there was like the glee club trophy you can see that too so chang is really excited to find a hubba bubba and he pops it right in his mouth even though it was in the vent because he thought they stopped making them what's something that you would be excited enough to find in a vent full of crap that you would pop it immediately in your mouth um probably now, is it opened or unopened? That's the question. Well, the Hubba Bubba, I imagine, was wrapped. So yeah. it, it would be covered, sure. Um, if I found some Bunch of Crunch, I'd eat it, no questions asked. I love Bunch of Crunch. I was thinking more back to things that like just ain't the way they used to be. If there mm, was like an OG... Segregation. Yeah, exactly. If there was like an OG Wonder Ball... In, in the vent. What's that? I, is that the thing, like the chocolate thing? It's chocolate, and they used to be like Nickelodeon brand. And oh, my God. Like little toys inside of those them. Those were or like, awesome. Or like okay. stickers inside of them, or like little those candies Zach. sometimes inside of them. Listen, yeah. those those exist. I know they have them still, but they're yeah, not like as the good. Yeah, Kinder Eggs and stuff Yeah, like but that. they also have Wonder Balls still. Still? They do? But they're different. They're smaller, and the stuff inside of them isn't cool anymore. And Kinder I used to want lame. those so bad. Okay, Zach, if I That's ever find I a said, Wonder Ball, OG, like, they were oh like thicker God. chocolate, you know, yeah. like it would take me a while to eat it. It would get all over my hands. Now mm -hmm. it's like really thin and just a couple of bites, and there's a little like Kinder Egg type toy inside of them, mm -hmm. or like a jelly bean or something. I Ugh. would eat, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Please continue. I want to know what you would eat, Zach. I'm trying to, what else would I eat off, off of, off of, off of vent uh, the kfc double down if i found a rancid <laughs> months old kfc no i i don't know if i found something rare that i hadn't i don't know what else you would know, you eat i <laughs> um so i wasn't a big candy kid growing up so i'm not like super nostalgic about any like candies because none of the ones i liked went away okay um but if it were like in decent condition and there were like an Indiana Jones burger that Burger King used to have. Whoa, the... I don't know. I don't remember that. Ooh, Zach. I'm going to. OK, I have to tell you what was in this because you would absolutely like be dripping. with. The OK, so it. far you you've, you lost me at Burger King, but I'll, I'll... listen. Don't hate on the king. Burger 
King. Oh my God. Indiana. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes, so... everyone. Um, they had like a whole. Oh, Don't make boy. me hungry when we still have to do this for at least an hour. The Indie Double Whopper Sandwich features two quarter pound burger patties topped with two slices of melted pepper jack cheese. Four slices of crispy bacon, spicy Cajun mayo, tomatoes, lettuce, and onions on a toasted sesame seed bun. <laughs> that all and sounds that good. that shit slapped. That all sounds good. It was so good. I'm kind of hit and miss nowadays with bacon on my burger. Mm. I don't always need it because I really like to focus on the patty. But I'm all about all those toppings. Like a spicy mayo sounds really yeah. good. Pepper jack cheese. Okay. So I'm going to roll up to Burger King today. What do you think will happen if I'm like, give me the indie? <laughs> Give me the indie. I'll just keep yelling. It. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't leave the drive-thru until they understand. The thing understand is, nobody who be... <laughs> works at Burger King is going to remember or know what, what the f that probably, was. That probably was from when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out like it 12 is. years ago. <laughs> Give me the You're indie. Like, Sir, I was three. They're like, I brought the pepper jack. Give me the indie. <laughs> Give me the indie. Oh, man. After the theme song. <laughs> there, the, Chang has brought all of the stuff. I wonder how oh, many trips it took him. From paintball, I think. Cute. I wonder how many trips it took Chang in and out of the vent to uh, get all this stuff out. I don't there's know. There's a lot. There's a human being statue. Which is horrifying. There, Chang slides back in. He jumps in and slides in no problem. Like a reverse cow birth, Troy says, to, to go after his spoon. Mm -hmm. There is some dialogue in this episode that feels very, I don't know, base level because it's making fun of being a clip show by having like, yeah. the, hey, look at this. Remember this? But it doesn't make there a lot to say about these. Really, the, the mm -hmm. meat of the episode is when we start getting the, the clips throughout it right yeah and what kicks it off that we're going to be talking about things we've never seen before is that Britta finds the sheriff's badge in it from the day they from the time they spent a day in that old ghost town <laughs> it's really funny they all smile as they remember and then we cut to it a really cinematic looking shot of them yeah. walking through this ghost town and they talk a lot and i want to go back a second they talk a lot about how for this episode, they just went to so there's Universal Studios like we're going to in Orlando. Mm -hmm. There's also Universal Studios Hollywood, and they have some rides, but it's mostly like a studio tram tour that you take through like places where they film stuff. Oh, nice! For this episode, that's where they went. They just went to Universal Hollywood. Oh, that's hilarious. So there were like 20 sets that they could go film on. So I think it if the, in this clip, if you look in the background, it looks like a movie set. But those trees look like theme park trees to me. Oh. I don't know, but I there's the classic thing of Troy and Abed running out as like the guy who messed around with the prospect's daughter. And he's like, <laughs> you varmints, I'll get you this next time. Pretty funny. Yeah. One of the best days of the whole year. Everyone talks so nonchalantly about how they almost got shot. And, and <laughs> obviously we're going to not question these things because they've all happened. They're all canon, right? Yeah, canon. Next, we get the Glee Club scenario, which I think is really funny and especially funny that they pick it back up for a whole episode in season three. And yeah, I think it's so bizarre and funny that John Oliver is Duncan is the piano player. Yeah, uh, I think it, that's my favorite part of this almost was watching him pretend to play the piano. 
I I love how, and this is kind of making fun of Glee a little bit. Oh, absolutely. How close Troy and Annie are to each other's Mm -hmm. faces as the camera spins around them spinning. Every duet. It's very, uh, very Glee. All of the people in the background uh, bopping to it like it's the best thing they've ever Mm -hmm. heard. Also very Glee. And then Chevy in the wheelchair being Artie is great. Giving his little roll forward. Yeah. (laughs) I guess, I'm sure Chevy ate that. He's like, what? You want me to get back in the cast? Get <laughs> three seconds? And I don't even have a, I have a bit. Give me a pratfall. You know, I can sing. And Do you think play. as soon as they stopped recording, he like fell out of the chair and thought they were so... He's like, no, put that in. I think they shot an extra two minutes of that in which Chevy sings an entire song <laughs> uh, just to get him to do it in the first place. And they're like, oh, yeah, because he never watches the show. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, oh, Chevy, it was cut that's, for time. That's, that's, I thought no, we were he, under he, this he'll never know because he'll never see the episode. <laughs> He's like, oh, Chevy, the people are, are clamoring about that song that you did. Damn right they are. They won like 70 awards. It's insane that Glee was such an awards powerhouse when it first came out because I sure yeah. have a lot of affinity for the show, but it's so stupid. Yep. And then the reveal after they are, are talking about how great being in Glee Club was that they did it in the first place because the original Glee Club died. <laughs> we got that cool new bus driver, Britta says. And Basically, one of the themes of this episode is that it's been a really dark year for the study group, and they're kind of coping with a lot of things together, um, and that helps fuel some more of the memories. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that we get a live-action reiteration of what went on during the Christmas claymation episode. Like oh, my gosh. Life. I love this bit. Uh, Abed with his eyes closed, Duncan writing down things, and everyone badly improvising to what Abed's doing. <laughs> Love Abed's little nod after Britta says she tripped on a gumdrop to like confirm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. I see that too. Mm-hmm. Really great. I would almost have loved Community to maybe go way meta and do like an episode about that or something. Right, or like have it going on. Yeah. Yeah, have it be like one of the big theme episodes, but in the actual real world, what it really exactly. looks like. Exactly. That'd be crazy. Uh, I, Jeff wants to dig for positive. He doesn't want to focus on the negative. And I like the bit here where he he says that Abed's a computer and for him to like dig into his systems to find something. And mm-hmm. he like accepts the challenge and kind of looks off into the distance. And there's some, <laughs> some, some computer kind of noises going on. And then when he finally decides on something, there's a ding. As, yeah. he, as he as he like looks through all the data and he gives away to everyone that Jeff and Britta have been having secret sex to the shock of everyone. How do you feel about the focus on that in this episode? Um, It feels a little late to me. I don't know if we feel that way because we already knew that they were like for sure because we've seen the show or if like it because we I don't think anything ever really said for sure they were doing that. I or it's been given away for a long time that they were secretly hooking up with each other uh and and i especially the episode where uh abed is or someone's driving everyone home from the bar and, and they make out yeah. and they're making out i i don't buy that everyone would be so shocked i i would buy that jeff and britta think that they're being cute and sneaky mm-hmm. but everyone's known the whole time i thought like especially after they made out in front of at least abed i just th- assumed everybody knew yeah and troy knew they made out too but they are acting like they don't 
We get a cut back to Halloween, which is amazing from a production standpoint because mm-hmm. they confirmed that they recreated the Halloween set. They recreated this corner of That's it. Crazy. They got all the costumes back just for this little clip of uh, Jeff and Britta deciding they're going to go hook up in in the bathroom. And it's great because it gives us another chance to see Abed as, is it Predator or Alien? Alien. It, He's a xenomorph, Zach. Sorry. It, it's really nice to see him in that costume again. I bet Danny yeah. liked getting to do that. And then he notices what's going on. It's always great to see that. Uh, and then we get a little of the same thing with actual claymation footage. Dan said on the commentary that they didn't, they filmed this obviously when they were doing the Christmas episode, but that he didn't quite know they were doing a fake clip show yet. He just yeah. knew that they wanted to cut back to Jeff and Britta having been hooking up in a later episode mm-hmm. and thought it would be cool to use something from this one which That's I agree. awesome. It's nice that they have this little footage, especially since we just got footage of them actually around the table during it. Exactly. Now we see Abed's perspective, which is weird because Abed wasn't in the room. Mm-hmm. And then the other example is something totally bogus and made up from a, from a St. Patrick's Day adventure yeah. that ended with Abed walking in on Jeff and Britta redressing in mm-hmm. his dorm room. Yeah, for some reason. Some reason. But I also could buy that Jeff and Britta would be like, oh, let's hook up and then just use whatever door was unlocked or if like they could get into Abed's room somehow. Yeah. And and I like how the other examples were vague and then there's one of Abed just literally walking in on them yeah. together. Jeff tries to deflect uh, the leprechaun thing is lame. Everyone is a little pissed off at this. They think that, mm-hmm. <laughs> they think that, that was funny when Pierce points him at himself. He's like, am I the person who believes in leprechauns? Yeah. Everyone's a little pissed because they think that uh, Jeff and Britta have been kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Troy, after the commercial break, has a line talking about how he thought they had agreed that no one in this group was going to hook up with each other or themselves. So Troy hasn't been touching himself for like a year thinking that's yeah. what was for the best of the group. He was trying to he's he's a team player, that Troy. Yeah, he sure is. What a <laughs> what a good guy. Jeff and Britta don't realize how terrible they've been, so it sets up a, a, another series of clips of Jeff and Britta being awful. And I, I thought several of these were really, really funny. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't like the the setup when Pierce is like Oh, we've got some examples. Drop a beat, Troy. And Troy's like, just just tell him. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, what I my favorite one of the bits, I think might be the last one they do. Uh, but it starts with like, you know, Jeff swapping the hair. That one's kind of funny. I like um, that it's a it, this is something that could have been a whole subplot for an episode. Yeah. They're taking like a haircut class. That's so funny. <laughs> and that they just use it for a little tiny bit in this episode. It gives away how many thousands of genius ideas these writers had for the show yeah it's crazy because they couldn't fit them all you know in but that would be a really funny episode that'd be a funny subplot i would totally um, watch that britta running in while troy and abed are watching the premiere of the cape to, to change it to riding in tunisia and then the next one jeff walks in the entire study group is there they need to talk to him but he yells out that they're giving away free iphones and they get mobbed <laughs> because iphones are new and relevant boom, boom. they're not uh, super new they would have been out for a few years yeah this is my favorite one the way that britta the takes the chapstick and then throws it on the, and it bounces onto the floor puts it on herself that made me laugh tries so to hard. throw it back towards her bag and yeah it doesn't really <laughs> miss it. she doesn't and she doesn't even think anything of it and then annie's like whoa oh, uh, that's a really funny <laughs> moment 
we get the first appearance of the Dean in this episode, which is great. The Dean has so much gold in this episode. Uh, the way that he says, this habitat was for humanity. <laughs> Whoever did it, step forward. And there's like a cartoon of almost Jeff and Britta pretending like they're going to step forward. Right. So everyone does it, but they hold back. Classic. You five are in big trouble. Jeff and Britta, you're free to go <laughs> because you didn't step forward. Super that funny. This episode doesn't really give much meat to any of the characters. Uh, it's it's completely just uh, just filling between all of these scenes. That's the only thing, if anything, that I could say was frustrating about this episode. Yeah. And it's a little clever because they're making fun of what clip shows do, where they say, like, don't you remember this and don't you remember this? But that doesn't mean that it's still not that. And even though the clips that we're cutting to are super exciting, those filler bits are a little bit uh, yeah. harder to get through. I don't know. But the the clips are insane. The next one where Pierce is giving him himself <laughs> three flu shots. Now I'm gonna be a living god. Yeah, that's such a good switched, moment. And Jeff and Britta are trying to point out the rest of the study group is is you know also not great. Right. I and that's that feels especially timely now with the with the world of vaccines that we live in right now. Right. Surely selling the cosmetics and using it as a way to trick all of her all of her friends into owing money for the thing that she's trying to make <laughs> money off of. That's pretty funny. I'm sure that's mm -hmm. how she got roped into it too. So oh, she's yeah. like, now I can do it to my friends. You each owe me $50. I really liked the next one when Pierce <laughs> is stealing food and nobody even like talks about it or calls attention to it really. He just and then he grabs oh. more of Abed's fries and then he does a big call after a few and takes half of his sandwich. And I like Everyone them looking at Abed mostly to see what he's going to do. And I Abed think Abed's just... just perplexed. Like, what's yeah. going on? Is there a bird? <laughs> Jeff being made fun of by Troy and Abed is always really funny. The way that it makes me think of uh, when someone was wearing Jeff's jacket in the Halloween <laughs> episode. It's like, you're stretching it. Yeah, that was really it. funny. Uh, the way they talk about, does this hard-boiled egg make me look fat? And then when <laughs> Jeff catches them, he's upset about it. He's like, it was a really small egg. <laughs> There's a lot of funny jokes about Jeff's insecurities in this one, actually. Yeah. Choi, now we're back to the fake St. Patrick's Day episode. Choi mm -hmm. believing that if you pop a hole in a raft that it that it makes the boat go faster is such a funny Choi thing that, well that he would believe. And if you notice, Jeff and Britta are absent from the St. Patrick's Day crew, and they were probably doing it in Adding Abed's sex. room wow, because yeah. they were supposed to be gone for longer. It's thought out. Mm -hmm. mm. But because he came home early, bada bing, bada And boom. then we get a little clip that is a reference to the TV show The Cape, but becomes the single most important line of dialogue in community's history. Uh, mm -hmm. This is... This is Abed runs into a cafeteria annoying Jeff and he's pretending like the character The Cape, which you, you probably don't even really know the show The Cape. It was a show that was on NBC for one season. That was a That's a real thing. It's a real show. It was a superhero show. It was kind of before the dawn of superhero shows. So it mm -hmm. was really cheesy and it got canceled really fast. So the joke is that Abed's gotten really into this show and he's he's acting like The Cape. And Jeff, rightfully, because I guess when they filmed this episode, the cape was about to get canceled. Mm -hmm. So they figured it was going to get canceled. So they made jokes about it since it's like a year in review kind of thing. Yeah. And, and Abed like attacks Jeff with the cape. I don't know much about the cape. I don't know if the cape really <laughs> uses a cape as, as, as a weapon, but, but there is a show of the cape. Maybe we should do a Patreon podcast we of the, fir of the first the episode of the cape. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. 
Jeff says the show's going to last three weeks. And Abed quotes that most famous community quote, six seasons, six in, a seasons movie. in a movie. The show's going to last three weeks. Six seasons in a movie. Because definitely at this point, the fans took that phrase because it's a joke about the cape. Yeah. The fans took that phrase and made it a, a, a calling card for the series. But then the show adopted it and used mm -hmm. it throughout the rest of the show. So I do feel exactly. like we're owed it at this point. Yeah, I think that it, now there shouldn't be anything really stopping them from making the movie, you know? Other than time. Yeah. And, and how famous everybody is. I guess. But the, the desire for it is stronger than ever, I think. Yeah. And the, the timing for it seems right. Listen, that, that Netflix money sure can, can make it worth your time. That's really true. Yeah. I like the clip here, the Annie's bit of how she's been kind of mean to everyone is her as a purple belt in karate, mm -hmm. punching just anyone who steps to her. <laughs> Surely falling down, I'm sure it was a stunt person, but it's really funny. Mm -hmm. Everyone's just kind of mad at each other. They all in in the real world, they all think that they're they're kind of bad influences for each other and they limit each other and they make each other get upset. And that's kind of what this episode is building. I'm glad it at least builds to something a little bit. Yeah. And Annie is the one who brings up after they talk about, you know, they've been compartmentalizing their sexuality. Annie's the one who steps up and says, well, then what are you doing with me? Kind of calls Jeff out on his bullshit. Mm -hmm. You've been flirty with me. And it's totally just setting up one of the most golden stretches in this <laughs> entire episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff says that Annie's reading too far into things, but she doesn't think so. We cut to a montage. Sarah Barrellis. Barrellis? Barrellis. Barrellis's Gravity Plays. I cannot believe that I did not put together that that was the song you were dancing to. I think I was just trying to zoom in on the bulge. Mm -hmm. yeah i get it <laughs> that the song was just not in my head at all <laughs> i would i would i was watching it muted with a handful of marshmallow fluff and, <laughs> and crying anyway <laughs> no i did watch it and i that's funny mm -hmm. we definitely have to post it on the patreon since yeah. that's what the song is and we can like inner loop it with footage of with like the us, Abed. With, of oh, us uh, like longingly looking after each other that's great you I giving like me the heimlich and yeah Let's do it. Let's but you know that it. they did this bit based on a real community fan video that someone made of of clips with this from song of clips with this song of clips from season one that were like this, where you really have to look at it and squint to see it as like a longing moment. That's amazing. And Dan Harmon appreciated that so much that people were like caring and thinking about this show that much that they made stuff like that yeah so he paid for this song out of his own pocket he said it was like wow. thirty five thousand oh dollars yeah and the because the network wouldn't pay for it because it was too expensive yeah. and because he wanted it to be the same song from the fan video and he even like reached out to the fan on youtube and was like hey we want to do this for an episode is that cool which i think that's is amazing. really cool yeah that's awesome all these stolen glances and then like <laughs> a not very good zoom in as if someone did it on their computer yeah and like slowing down of the look is jeff like looks annie up and down for a second when they're talking to each other <laughs> literally like somebody <laughs> and like annie smiles at him but not really jeff does the kind thing and helps her up when she starts to fall and almost lands in poop, but it mm -hmm. becomes like a sexually charged moment when they look back up and <laughs> smile at each other. And then the black and white <laughs> shot of Troy <laughs> looking away jealously. I want, that must have happened in the original fan video. Yeah. That's really, really funny. 
or even than the really gratuitous one of Annie, like I mentioned, having <laughs> choking and the Heimlich becomes a sexually charged moment between the two. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jeff's face of like, I, I noticed that Jeff's face was still like kind of of shock as they're looking at each yeah. other. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> That's a good moment. And then Annie being being threatened by a robot <laughs> that Jeff comes in and saves her from just by helping her run away. And Pierce, Pierce. in the hot dog costume. <laughs> I didn't even notice that the first time. Yeah. Or them stare. I, I also love here, Jeff and Annie stare glances at each other while Pierce is jump roping. <laughs> but in a second, we'll see Pierce e exclaiming mm -hmm. glances with someone while he's jump roping. Amazing. The continuity within these fake clips makes it better yeah. than just a fake clip episode. Totally. Everyone's thinking about it afterwards, and Jeff says, well, you could do that with anyone. If you think about anyone with anyone and, and play longing music, it's so meta, that you could make something like this happen. So then <laughs> we get the footage of Pierce and Abed. The, the the true romance that never got its chance to blossom. Look at those sad eyes Pierce had looking up at Abed. This... Abed shows off his cape tricks to everyone, but it has real intense eye contact with Pierce the whole time. <laughs> Pierce's longing eyes. He raises his eyebrows a little bit. It's truly one of the funniest moments in the episode where every moment is pretty funny. When Abed like stops Pierce to whisper in his ear and tell him his fly is up. And I like the way it's framed. I don't know if it's intentional, but it almost looks like Abed's giving him a kiss on the it cheek. It does look like but that. But then he's whispering, hey, your flies down. <laughs> or them having loving eye contact while Pierce jump ropes. <laughs> Who knew Pierce was so good at double dutch? I, I know. It really looked like Chevy was doing that. It yeah. had to be. Unless they yeah. like CGI'd his face onto the stunt double. <laughs> uh, they, and then Abed says, well, sure, you can do that. But but nobody has chemistry like you and Annie. Definitely not me and Pierce. And Pierce gets really upset by it as Hilarious. if this is something he's thought about before. Or no, now that he just heard the idea, he can't like let it go. I don't yeah. know. It's like, well, what do you mean? We are the best. You just said we're the best. Mm-hmm. I, and then and then Shirley is like, I don't know why any of you include me in this. I don't know if it's because it's it's racially charged. No, she was saying that um, that Jeff was like, well, I have like energy with everyone. And Shirley's like, not towards me. And she's like, I don't know if it's because oh, yeah. you're racist because I intimidate you sexually. But when she says intimidate you sexually, she like gestures her pregnant belly, which I thought mm -hmm. was a little weird. Hey. And then I'll the dean it. runs in and it sets off probably the best chunk of this episode. He's in like a Vegas showgirl kind of outfit and he's he's run in because he he heard that they're fighting and he wants to make sure everything's going on. And and Jeff makes a sideways comment towards him about how many costumes he rushes in and that cuts off the beautiful montage of costume after costume after costume. We get the dean as as Catwoman with a very <laughs> low cut crop top jacket for feline aids awareness day that's really funny incredible let's whip it in the keister and then the ding, the, ding, the ding, music ding, department ding. being flat baroque <laughs> he's in a baroque outfit uh dan said that he pitched this idea to the writers and he left and he was gone for like 20 minutes and came back in and they were just like smirking and he oh. said that they usually don't do that they're not usually like that proud and like yeah on themselves about something they've written and when he saw what they had come up with it was like 
five pitches for things that he could maybe be doing. They thought maybe they'd pick two or three. Dan went with all five. That's amazing. And at the ho- at the at the at the table read, uh, the, they like uh, they said that Jim Rash reading through all of this uh, that there was like an applause break during the table read. So it went from pitch to episode completely unchanged. It was like the five That's awesome. that they came up with in twenty minutes. That's amazing. Uh, flat Baroque might be my favorite. Baroque. That's such a funny. <laughs> A funny uh, play on words that the dean is just looking for any excuse Anything. to go all out on. <laughs> What's dean got to do with it? And then the throwback <laughs> with his hands. I, that's something I quote to myself sometimes. That wig is just phenomenal. For Caesar salad day. You know, I saw today, uh, I think it's Jim Rash's sister's birthday, and I saw him post pictures of them together, and one was of them really young, and Jim, with hair when he was really young, pretty much looks exactly like this. That's amazing. Caesar salad bar in the cafeteria, that's funny. Frankly, my dear, (laughs) Dear, I don't give a a dean. Oh, wait, we didn't even comment because of the appearance of him, how wonderful it is that it's time to Tina Turner, your clock's back Oh, my God, yeah, that's That's so funny. I say that whenever it's like daylight savings or whatever. Gone with the windows. I think this is my favorite moment of the whole Dean montage. With a cotillion. Frankly, and then drops the dear, handkerchief. I don't give a dean. Looks for Jeff to like pick it up and he does it. So he's like, okay, I got it. <laughs> My favorite thing though of all of it is then, I don't know. Have you seen the movie of Hedwig and the Angry Inch? No. There's a moment where like, anyone should watch it. It's a great musical. But there's mm-hmm. a moment where Hedwig is like this really big personality. And at one moment she has been like struck to her core and she like takes off her wig and like wipes all her makeup off. And it's totally the energy that the Dean has in the scene. He just looks like he's contemplating every decision that he's ever made. His face is so perfect as he pulls his headdress off. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we don't see our patterns until they're all laid out in front of us. (laughs) So mean, Jeff. Thank um, you for being so nice about it. Leaves crying. Is, was it uh, a beautiful moment? Doogie Howser. Why did I just forget his name? Neil I, Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Wasn't he in that? Well, Hedwig, he on stage? Hedwig was originally a musical in the 90s, and it was like an off-Broadway musical. And mm-hmm. then there's a movie version of it, and it was always played by the guy who conceptualized the play. And then mm-hmm. they did a Broadway revival, and it was Neil Patrick Harris. And That's then when awesome. Neil Patrick Harris left, it was a revolving door of other people playing Hedwig, mm-hmm. including Tate Diggs did it for a while. Oh, wow. Um, Michael C. Hall from Dexter did it for a while. Wow. Uh, Darren Chris did it for a while. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. I really liked the argument between Jeff and Britta in the camping clip of arguing over how to say s'mores because Jeff says s'mores and Britta says s'mores. Yeah. And some people do say s'mores and it is s'more. It's s'more. It's a, it's a one syllable word. Yeah. And we're starting to get into the end of this episode about how all of their situations end up with a fight. They fight when they're painting Shirley's nursery i liked in this one shirley and pierce are fighting over saying some uh pierce being racist and yeah. pierce says, when i'm racist you'll know you'll know it's like pierce when is that gonna be then has <laughs> yeah. all so far not been let's not repeat the events of caesar salad day he's uh, abed says in in the nursery and we cut to caesar salad day where they're all yelling at each other and we cut into this is such a beautifully they decorated the whole cafeteria in the bowls yeah. This is a beautifully executed 
transition to bring all of this together, how it turns into Troy, like looking so distanced from what they're all yelling about. Mm -hmm. And then we see in each scenario that it ends with him <laughs> yelling because he can't take it anymore. And Donald sells it perfectly. And then in the, in the <laughs> present day, it's like Troy is is like channeling all of that and yeah. his eyes are rolling back into his head and his nose is bleeding and it's <laughs> a really really great troy moment so funny they all start yelling at each other again this is just getting us through the phase of no matter what happens whether it's them doing a situation or remembering them doing the situation the study group's gonna fight they just make each other fight troy as he's catching the blood on his nose i hate us <laughs> And Abed mentions quite cuttingly, you know, uh, some might say that Jeff with his speech in a little bit saves the day in this one, but I think Abed's the one who does when he says, well, we could all just say we're splitting up in a huff and that the group's over because they all know at this point that that's not going to happen. Yeah, they're going to fight, but they're going to stick together because they need each other. And and what family doesn't bicker, you know, me yeah. and I me and Lily fight in ways like this all the time. We'll like joke fight about something mm -hmm. ridiculous and it's totally like this yeah everyone's quiet after after they think about leaving the group and and a little sad and contemplative and and they they they, they make the right choice they, they start to go back to work on the diorama that they were all here to put together in the first yeah. place this whole episode was basically just a a, a great example of procrastinating <laughs> instead of working on their project they just all talk about things that they've done <laughs> Chang comes out of the vent. I guess he's been in the vent this entire time and he's got scr bad looking scratches all over him. They, he asked them for like help in iodine and Jeff just makes a sideways comment towards him. And <laughs> Chang looks so deflated. He so looks sad. so defeated. After the commercial break, we get uh, another close up of that truly horrifying diorama. They finish it and they don't really feel any better. They all kind of split up, which. which you know what I, I just noticed, not huh. to interrupt you. Yeah. At the very beginning, the diorama match, it was like a different lineup of people, but it was because it was how they were standing. And I just realized at the end um, that it, well, I didn't notice that it switched before, but it switched to how they were standing around the table at the end. That's that cool. Cute. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I cute. I like that. Uh, they're all not feeling much better. So this kicks off the, the winger speech that kind of like Troy screaming a little bit ago ties everything we've seen together here at the end. And yeah. it's probably the best winger speech yet, right? In the way that I think it really so. ties everything together. And the way that it cuts to different scenarios from clips that we've seen so far, and it's kind of a ridiculous non sequitur from that version. <clears throat> and in the in the terms of like audio mixing and editing, perfectly synced. Like it, it feels like one speech, which is so good. Yeah, I really like the drug lord one with Pierce and the <laughs> yeah. gun to his head, or like the one with the ghost and the ghost and Pierce like turn and shrug at each other. Obviously, a locomotive that runs on us is funny. That reminds me of the Good Place. Mm hmm. And then totally. because they're on the universal set and there's the Jaws section of it, uh, there's the the sharks in that water and it looked like either Troy or Abed had like a bite out of their yeah. side. Man, it's so funny. This is just flawlessly executed. And when he's when it cuts to him yelling on Caesar salad day and he's listing things in each one, he's yeah. anchovies. <laughs> and then the, the one where they're all in an insane asylum oh my God. with white walls and uh, the dangers of ingesting mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Joel does so well at those like crazed lurches as he yeah. speaks. Uh, bugs in a hotel, free Caesar salad. There's no such thing as a free Caesar salad. <laughs> Him giving a speech to the group after the cape was canceled. 
Man, it's a wonderful, wonderful moment. Him finishing up a speech in Spanish. That water is a lie. And the classic, classic. Harrison Ford is uh, radiating our testicles with the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts the real Jeff here, uh, bringing it all home, making them feel about each other, that they're just in some super group. Sure, they might fight over everything. Super group. Did you get the Traveling Wilburys joke? Do you know who the Traveling Wilburys are? The Traveling Wilburys is a band made up of George Harrison, uh bob dylan um oh that's what they're called. um the guy from electric light orchestra mm -hmm. uh roy orbison um and there's an uh tom petty it's like it's like a yeah. super group uh, and it's uh, the traveling wilburys mm. so they're the traveling wilburys of pain. of pain i feel like they probably were too but even though they fight all the time, they're prepared for whatever life throws at them. And and Jeff likes them, so he's looking forward to it. It's a nice, <laughs> easy moment that brings them all together for a nice group hug. Uh, I like Pierce like stretching to hug everyone and making direct eye contact with Jeff across the hug. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And the capper is now that everything's better and solved between them, nobody feels so weird about Jeff God and Britta cares. hooking up. Yeah, God cares. God cares, surely cares. But mm. nobody cares really. No one's uncomfortable with it, so it doesn't have to be a secret. And of course, because it's not a secret anymore, they're not attracted to each other. And I like that the show like didn't try and like push it past that. Yeah, it's very true to the characters. And just as quickly as they picked that plot line back up, it's gone, right? <laughs> Chang dejectedly runs in. Hey, guys, remember the time? But nobody's there. Covered nobody in band-aids and scratches. Covered in scratches. He goes back to the vents with his friend, the monkey, complains about the study group. He doesn't even know if he's accepted into it after all this time. And I like that clearly the monkey has been beating up on Chang, but they're kind yeah. of friends at this point. You and I have had some pretty good times, huh? And the capper, <laughs> we hear gravity one more time as, as the monkey just slaps Chang over and over <laughs> again. What a well-trained monkey. What a yeah. well, what a good actor. He is. He's a little star. I believe it's a she. I believe her name is Crystal. Hmm, well, Crystal is a star. And that's how we fade out of this episode, but not before we get a, a really weird and good end tag, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, first of all, I, I just think that caps off this episode completely. It's such a nice, complete, fake clip show episode of Community. It does all the things that it needed to to be successful and then a lot more. And it yeah. wraps it up in a nice bow at the end. The continuity between all of the fake clips as we go Top through the tier. episode is really, really cool. I love it a lot. Now let's talk about Jeff Winger in an important lesson. Uh, first of all, I love that in the Dean's animated imagination, Jeff Winger is still the main character. Yeah, this reminds me of like one of those um, SNL animated shorts that they used sure. to do. So funny. The Dean doing everyone's voice is really funny. <laughs> uh, the Dean puts, and the Dean has the same sad, dejected face in this, in his like Vegas showgirl costume mm -hmm. when Jeff talks down about his costumes. But in his imagination, the Dean gets to uh, uh, put himself in a situation where he gets back at them for looking down yeah. on him for his costumes. He what? He, he He's out walking later that day after Jeff says, I don't care about the Dean. I love the way that, that he <laughs> says that. And then Troy and Abed are like, OK. <laughs> and, and these are all the Dean. <laughs> and then the Dean's out walking. And at the same moment, a truck full of toxic waste crashes and <laughs> spills on the Dean turning him into mega dean i like how all of a sudden he has these bionic features <laughs> i too. know just from the acid falling on him that's he comes in and just rains hell on all of them he burns shirley's skin off shirley's dead it looks like pierce gets it too troy and abed get shot with the rainbow flower <laughs> thing 
Britta gets stuffed into the cannon and <laughs> shot out and, and and Jeff himself gets gets choked and and he 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 tries to tell the dean that he cares now but it's too late he's been crunched into a ball and eaten by the dean <laughs> and he, I like the way that the the yeah. angel comes out of his mouth and, and and then outside uh now they're all in heaven as angels at least they made it to heaven even though yeah, they were they so did. mean to the dean uh, Jeff's learned his lesson, as the title of the cartoon would say, an important lesson. Mm-hmm. And it ends on a really funny moment of, of Annie saying, well, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you had a crush on him. And the Dean, as Jeff saying, I'll never tell. <laughs> Classic. Has nothing to do with Well, I guess it kind of does. It's such a weird way to end a pretty weird episode. And like uh, Communities pointed out, they just did that because the episode was running a little short. But really I accept funny. it. It is really funny. Uh, that's the episode as a whole. What do you think of it now that we've talked through it? I think it's just so funny. One of the best episodes. I agree with you. One of the best episodes of the show, especially, I mean, one of the of the best episodes in this season that's been so strong. I absolutely agree. The only thing I could give it, like I said, is some of the filler moments feel mm-hmm. like filler, but they're especially earlier on. Yeah, but they're satirizing filler moments. So I, you, they kind of had to do it that way, or yeah. else it wouldn't, it wouldn't work the way it was supposed to. So I, I still would have to say it's an A tier episode. It's an A, yeah. it's a perfect episode of Community, it's uh, so and, funny. and it absolutely deserves to go up in the running for a community Mount Rushmore along with paintball, along with Dungeons and Dragons. I think in in the past we talked about maybe the KFC space bus being on that, but I would put this over that. No problem. Mm -hmm. I would put this over epidemiology personally, no problem. (sighs) Uh, And I really like epidemiology. Mm -hmm. That's up there too. I think this episode somehow I always forget a little bit about it, but I shouldn't because it's one of community's best. Mm -hmm. It is one of the best ones. I don't know if it's a great episode to take to someone as a first episode. Like if you're trying to show the show to someone, you'd want to give them a couple other episodes to see what the show is like. Or yeah. maybe this is a good one because it kind of shows a hundred different facets of the show in one. It depends mm-hmm. on the friend and, and how, yeah, how, totally. how they'd pick up on the type of show that this is. Uh, well, we made it through in pretty close to record time uh, as we're as we're wrapping it up. It's a pretty difficult episode to pick an MVP for. It is. I had not made my decision until uh, we just finished doing this. So. I'm having trouble deciding. I have a couple of thoughts, so why don't you go first? Okay. I want to give honorable mentions to Jeff for having the best winger speech so far. Okay. I want to give an honorable mention to Abex. I think he was great in all the clips throughout the episode, and I love all the cape stuff. Okay. But my MVP this week goes to Dean okay. Craig Pelton. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the montage of his different outfits were great. Every bit that he had, he, I mean, steals the scene, even when he's in the background of the this gang arguing. This habitat was for humanity. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah. It's just so good. When he's in the Caesar outfit and they're, like, arguing and he's just standing there holding the salad, it's terrific. All of those bits that he had. Flat Baroque is perfect. <laughs> I, I want to give an additional... I would say my honorable mentions are the same people you mentioned. I'd mm-hmm. like to give an additional one to Troy. I yeah. think this episode, like a lot of episodes, show that Troy's never the front of the group, but he's often the heart of the group. Mm-hmm. He's often like the thing that ties everyone together. And I love that screaming moment with Troy in this episode. That's and great. really throughout this episode, it kind of shows no matter what situation, Troy is that in it. But I can't deny the Dean either. Uh, the Dean in season two, man, I I love the Dean. The Dean's my favorite character in Community. And every time they give him a little bit more, 
Jim Rash is such a stellar comedic performer. Yeah. He eats up the delivery of everything he gets. What can you say? He steals every scene he's in in the entirety of the series. It's Dean Pelton, and a lot of episodes from here on, I'm sure, will be as he's yeah, in it more. Yeah, totally. And that kind of wraps it up. It was a great episode. If you haven't watched yeah, it in a long so time, good. if you're like us and kind of forget that this is one of the best episodes of Community, give yourself a chance to go back and watch it. Yeah, I have to say, this is one that I could definitely see myself re-watching again and again, especially now that I remember how good it was. If you just want an episode of Community to put on, this one kind of checks all of the Community boxes in one episode. Yeah, this is a good one for like... Um... So earlier when we were talking about clip show episodes, I also am not a huge fan of clip show episodes. I especially hate because like anime a lot of times they do like something like this or like an entire like recap Recapping, episode. Like, the history. Yeah, and I... I hate it. I get real pissed. Well, but because for people fantastic. that watch casually and there's so many episodes, you might need a refresher. But yeah. for someone who binge watches. watches an entire series, it feels like a waste. Yeah. But I think they did such a great job with this. Um, but in like the, I was thinking this is a great episode if you want to play like a community drinking game. Oh, sure. This one probably be solid. Maybe not the best episode, but like it'd be a pretty good one. I could see that. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that's missing is like the pop pops, but like there's so much that. It's you know. one of Community's finest, and I would go as far to say, because clip shows are such a chore, this, without a doubt, is the best clip show episode of TV of all time. Wow. And if I'm wrong, I'll I'll, I'll admit it, but I, I challenge anyone to find me one that, that's we're, better. We're going to have to like have a tournament with like this, Interdimensional Cable, um, some of the other like sitcom ones that there have been, but... This I one's got to be up there. Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon was able to take some of these ideas mm -hmm. and run with it. But this is a traditional sitcom that took it yeah, and did true. so many meta things Well, with it's it. so much and harder to do it with a live cast, too, because yeah. you can just draw. Like, you have to actually build and set up a new set. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I challenge someone to give me one that's better. Mm. It's such a good episode. I'm so glad to have revisited it today. What a great way to spend my day yeah. watching a phenomenal episode of Community. Next week, we're talking about – it's not the season finale yet, but – it's an episode that kind of wraps up the storylines of the season before we get into the paintball two-part finale, mm -hmm. which I'm so excited to dive back into and talk yeah. about paintball for two weeks and maybe be announcing a, a special little little giveaway action that we're going to be doing to I'll line in with our, our last couple weeks of season two. Man, I can't believe we're almost done with season two. It's crazy. It feels like season two's flown by way faster than season one did. I feel like it, yeah. And season three will go so fast. And then four, five, and six will feel like one. You know, it, True. It, it's, it, it's so insane. Fast. I'm so glad for how far we've been able to go with this. Looking forward to it. So next week, we're covering Applied Anthropology and Culinary Arts. It's the episode where uh, Shirley has her baby. And Yay. that's going to be a fun one to get into. If you want to send us some trivia, your favorite funny moment or MVP from the episode, send it on over to can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support this little nonsense that's, that we do over here, if you're one of the people that makes it to the end where we are right now of this yeah, podcast right? every week, and, and you're not uh, supporting us on Patreon yet, we totally understand if you can't, but but please consider it because there's a lot more content over there. Me and Steven do You Can't Disappreciate show there every week, and you can catch every episode of that as soon as you become a patron for as little as $5. We've gotten our nostalgia we've got one-off extra podcasts that me and steven do uh we have a giveaway coming up and one of the ways to get extra entries into the giveaway is by being a patron uh, oh, and, yeah. and if you want to become a patron just for those extra giveaways if you're the type of person that needs to hang out and be a patron for a month or two and then drop off that's okay come get a month of content there's a lot of stuff to check out over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast 
but I, I, this show is always going to be free. And our personality is always going to be out there for anyone who wants it. And where can the people find us if they want to engage with us without having to pay a premium? Well, if they want to really get get up to our up to our little lips and our ears, uh, they should hop on over to the Twitter and follow us at You Can't Disappod. We're also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast, um, and we're also on Facebook and YouTube. Just search the name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, for a whole bunch of fun stuff there. Um, if you want to see some of the videos of our interviews that we've done, we just interviewed Darsan Solomon, <laughs> <laughs> and that was great. Um, and we also interviewed Joel McHale. We have some fun games and stuff that we've done on there before. So come check us out. Give us a, a like, a love, a kiss, a hug, a high five, or a little pat on the tush at any of those places. Please. We're really thankful you guys all listen to us. And man, it, I I so wish I could go back to Zach and Steven in high school English, uh, not paying attention in class <laughs> and say that, our, our friendship would last and, and strengthen into adulthood and that we'd have a podcast where we talk about each episode of community together and it would be a legit podcast and yeah. people are listening to it and that people are putting money towards it and that people are supporting us. I, man, I think it would have made a difference. You know, I think that would have yeah. brought me so much joy and it brings me so much joy to do it. We got to get that video of you dancing up to the patrons, especially since it's to gravity. Uh, so people can see that, see that you're a talented guy. Uh, we're excited. It's been, it's been fun. The end of another week capped. It's it stick a fork in it. It's done. That was my fork. This episode is going to have to end with a little number, uh, gravity by Sarah mm-hmm. Bareilles. And I, I, this is an audio only podcast. So how do you think we would be able to, uh, send the message of us longingly, uh, wisping away at each other as we close out this week's show? Let's just look at each other in like, make the noises that like our hearts say to our ears when okay. we see each other. Okay, okay before we get to that and wrap it up, from inside the Dreamatorium, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. We love you. Get vaccinated. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's the guy. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, sh- 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 careful. Careful. Yeah, there we go. Never there we go. Grand and scene. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> we'll be back next week for Applied Anthropology and Culinary Arts. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, goodbye. Take care. Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. Something always brings me back to you It never takes too long No matter what I sell